Thanks for tuning in to BHP Podcast, where our main goal is to create a space where students and staff are able to understand each other. Through this podcast, we want to give the ability for students to be able to express themselves to staff and vice versa on a variety of topics. Welcome to BHP Podcast. I am your host, Patrick Nakongro, and I'm here with my co-host, Anthony Uribe, and also here with two um, of our first guests. We're here with Miss Mesker. Hey, guys. And then we're here with our uh, darkroom specialist, Drizzle. Um, how's your guys' day going? I'll go. Um, great. You know, um, having fourth lock off is kind of very nice. You know, don't got to worry about kind of prepping, you know, for this, you know, get the nerves calming and be ready for that. See what like kind of replaying in my head. So, yeah, that's kind of kind of been ready for the day. Chill day, you know, another day, another dollar, you know, chill day. You made some dollars today, Dre? Yeah, I always do. All right. Good. In my mind. (laughs) My day was great. I mean, the kids behaved. We did some cool stuff in science. Chicken teriyaki for lunch? Like, what can yes. I complain about yes. today? It's Friday Junior. Let's do this. Yes. So, you know what? We're just going to go ahead and get started. Um, mm-hmm. But before we get started, Miss Mesker, I want you to yeah. just tell the audience a little bit about yourself so they get so they can get to know you. For better. sure. Yeah. I'm so, like, grateful to be on the podcast, first and foremost, guys. Thanks for inviting me on. Yes. I'm so stoked to be here. Um, so, I'm Miss Mesker. This is my seventh year at Battle High School. Um, In seventh year teaching, I haven't taught anywhere else, but um, I've got highlighter pink hair, so a lot of kids recognize me from my changing hairstyles and colors. Um, I teach science, so physics for the ninth graders and chemistry for the upperclassmen. I'm also one of the avid teachers here in the building, so I'm deeply passionate about y'all getting college and career ready and making sure you're ready for the next step after high school. and on top of all of that, I am one of the associate head wrestling coaches here at Battle High School. Mm-hmm. So head girls coach. I'm looking for wrestlers always. We start in a couple of weeks. So if anyone's out there listening and needing a winter sport, you come join me on the wrestling mat because we have a good time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ms. Yeah. Oscar. Um, but we're just going to go ahead and get started um, before. So first off, our topic is going to be about the dress code. Um, and so. Before we get started, I want to establish this. Um, so the dress code or dress codes are tempi- typically implemented by school districts, employers to promote learning, safety, and image. And those are the three points that we are going to go over. Um, so we're just going to get started. So our first point is going to be how does the dress code promote learning? Mm. Um, and so I guess we can just kick off with – so. I was doing a lot of research and um, the first thing that like I guess I was shown was distractors if you will um, like so when it when it talks about promoting learning um, it talks about the way that you dress how does it like distract others um, like in the classroom like for example if there's someone with their shirt off in the classroom you are going to be distracted by them because you're going to be uncomfortable you know what I'm saying (laughs) and so um so when it talks about promoting learning it's not um it's not it's not just about you it's about the other people around you absolutely you know you want to create a space where like everybody can learn right right but like um obviously there's going to be something that everybody's going to be comfortable with so there's going to be is there where's the law line um draw on that you know Mm -hmm. So I guess we're kind of here to discuss that because right. it's like n- not many students know 
where that line draws at and teachers sometimes i feel like teachers don't even know you know because mm-hmm. it, it just can get um wrong situations kind of just get a little too um right. like complicated and we don't want that so yes so going back to like distractors mm-hmm. um like in the classroom um i think that there's an argument that says why is that person looking or why are they looking mm-hmm. um but I think that that's not a valid like argument because if you're wearing something revealing, like if you have like shirt off, yeah, like your shirt off, like people are obviously going to look, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because it's revealing. And so, I mean, what I think revealing is, is something that reveal or like something that Anybody shows something. Someone. Yeah. Like that shows something that shouldn't be like, I guess, shown, shown. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, Um, I think a big argument or like a framing of this discussion is the recognition that we're talking about public school, right? Yes. So we all have a right to public education. Yeah. Right. So I don't get to choose to go to Battle High School, a public school and say, like, um, I don't have to see everyone because everyone has a right to be here and everyone has a right to like safety. And I, I argue that everyone has a right to learn. Right. And if there is something that we can do as a school to help kids access that right to mm-hmm. learn, which may mean put some rules in place of what you, how much of your body you have to cover. Yeah. Um, I think it's a positive step towards, again, valuing learning and, again, a recognition that we all get to be here. Mm-hmm. And that means just like airports where we all get to be just like bus stops where we all get to be right. like there yes. there's basic rules of things we have to cover so that we all are safe and comfortable to learn um i think the hard part about dress codes is what i'm comfortable seeing right. is exactly. completely yes. different than so what some students yeah, are comfortable that's showing the hardest thing ever um and to be honest i'm on if there was a spectrum of like needs every inch of your body covered to like can be naked at school right. i'm I need private parts covered as right. a teacher. Yes. I don't, I wouldn't love you showing up in a swimsuit, but mm-hmm. at least the goods are got material over them. Um, and if you really want to come to school in a swimsuit, let's have a deeper conversation. Yeah, right. about that, that, that is true. That is true. That is absolutely true. How, how baller you think your swimsuit is. Right. Um, and that was, uh, so I did talk to like Dr. Galbraith mm-hmm. and she wanted to like clarify at our executive council meeting. Um, mostly that like, Bras are not shirts. Swimsuit tops are not shirts. So th- there mm. was a discussion that took place before you guys kind of told the st- or told um, the all students. The timeline know? was teachers were not told what the, okay. the assembly was going to contain. We were told there was an assembly and to take our kids. Okay. And then when they started talking about dress code, I was taken aback. I did not know that was on the, the, the schedule of things for you all to hear about. Yes. Okay. Um, and it was a later date that mm. I was at a meeting um, with teachers that are on our executive council, so our leaders in the building, and Dr. G clarified the the ins and outs of the dress code because even the things on the board are not always things we actually enforce right, here at Battle right, High School, right. whether that, that's yeah, absolutely. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So I guess my question would be that, like, did you guys know that this was, like, the dress code was going to be a hard, like, topic to no. present to the kids? Um, I, if you would have asked, if I would have been asked beforehand, hey, we're going to talk about the dress code in front of the entire student body, I would have said, yes, that would be, that will be very hard for you yeah, to do. Yeah, right. Um, kids are deeply passionate about mm-hmm. style yes. and what they and, wear. Uh-huh. And uh, Dr. G mentioned that, like, you know how, like, I guess this goes for everybody. Yeah, like, absolutely. for the first few days of uh, 
first school week, right? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to look great, right? You know, kind of set mm-hmm. the tone. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yes. But um, I guess kind of like dress code, like people like what they think is cute is like very revealing, you right. know? And I guess like setting that, doing that like meeting where every like freshmen and seniors go to the PAC, yeah. I guess it kind of just was like, so I thought we were able to do this. Why can't we do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another, so, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, Sorry. you got it. So another thing that I want to say is that there's always been a dress code. There has always been a dress always. code. There and has. it is a district level. You kind of, you said that at the beginning, but this is a district dress code. Yes. So the dress code here at Battle is supposed to be the same as it is at Hickman, same as it is at Rockbridge, same as it is in the middle schools. It's a district dress code. Yes. And so I, uh, I talked to a friend that goes to Rockbridge mm-hmm. and, um, they said that like their dress code was vague and I'm going to like touch on that a little bit yeah. or not vague, but like non-existent. And the thing that Dr. Galbraith said was, um, as a district, we like, we're going over our expectations and we felt like we like students didn't know the expectations, right. like things like the dress code and like stuff like that. And so this year they really wanted to like do a better job of, um, like presenting those expectations Absolutely. to students. Yep. And so that's what Dr. G did. That's what the the, the staff did mm-hmm. um, was share those expectations with students. And um, what Dr. Galvis wanted to do was to be more specific about the dress code mm-hmm. because it was so vague. Right. Um, and so like everyone has a dress code and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that students felt like that it was a new like right. thing. Yes, and because we had never talked. I've, again, I've worked here for seven years. This was the first year that dress code has ever been brought up, not only in a student, whole student body section, but in a faculty sec- setup. Like we have not, I've never attended a meeting here at Battle High School where we were reminded as teachers and faculty and staff of this is our dress code. This is what you should be saying to kids. This is the protocol for dealing with it or anything like that. So. I think that mostly says that for the most part, our kids dress great. Yeah. I think we can talk about this as like 99% of kids don't have an issue with dress code. And I can honestly tell you, I've been on the border of maybe dress coding one kid in my seven years. I was going to ask you that because like a lot of people, like, like you said, 99% Mm -hmm. of kids are good at doing it. Yeah. But like, it seems like a lot of people have strong feelings toward the dress code and they're saying like it's sexist. And I mean... When I spoke, when me and Patrick spoke to Dr. G, I mean, it was like everything made sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Um, but we're just, we're going to move on to our next point. So yeah. how does the dress code promote safety? Safety. Ski masks, man bags. The man bags. Yeah, <laughs> like we're in a public place. And so absolutely. we want kids to come in the building knowing that they're going to be safe. And like going back to our point, when you feel safe, makes it easy to learn yes. right? way easier so way e- and as a faculty and staff i wouldn't how do we get the best teachers at battle unless we feel safe to work mm-hmm. here right so absolutely so one of the things that were like a hot topic was man man bags and also ski masks but we're going to talk talk a, a little bit about like man bags mm-hmm. um but one thing that i wanted to say um about that was a student felt like um or a student said, why can't I wear my, I guess my man bag, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, but like a bag that can fit my like 
my laptop and like my book everything he needs for school you know like like a messenger bag yeah, like a like crossbody backpack he said he spent a pretty penny on it so he yeah. wants to be able to use it at school yeah. and like i guess like having that like very specific example right but like using that example also implies something uh -huh. right so like what i mean it's very common like you kind of see all the time like what do people why do we not want man bags yeah. and i think it's because like you know hiding a weapon in there right um yeah i think the worst thing that happened with the assembly was like the miss wording yes, i'm gonna say miss wording i'm I gonna agree. say the accidental misconstruction and you can't just redo that exactly that's the big i think that's why a lot of kids were upset afterwards is because mm -hmm. it felt like like this is it yep. and there's a not a, a realization that like adults make mistakes right. adults in leadership positions yes. make mistakes yes. um so if I can be the one that clarifies, like, your man purses are not outlawed. Like, mm -hmm. your messenger bags are not yes, outlawed. It's you. it's a very specific mm -hmm. bag yes. that is worn generally by male-identified people right. um, that is for carrying specifically mm -hmm. weapons. Guns, um, police officers use mm -hmm. them, military people use them. So it's a military-style mm -hmm. bag for holding weapons. And that is the type of bag that is not allowed at Battle High School or any campus in Columbia Public Schools. And what happened was adults thought it would be easier to say, hey, no guys can have bags. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which and is so, a problem, yeah, right? Yes, absolutely. So there was a kid yesterday mm -hmm. that was like, if men aren't able to wear bags, then bags should like completely be like, right. You know, like we shouldn't have Limited. bags at all. It seems like you it's know? a problem. It seems like it's a gendered rule and that doesn't feel fair. I also right? brought up another topic, you know, like um, from what I've heard, like women identified people can have mm -hmm. purses right yeah. but um male identified people can't um mm -hmm. have man bags right so i mean what i personally think is that um when uh, female identified people have those they usually have per, uh, personal reasons right when they want to carry pads tampons and um i'm gonna say this again um when like male identified people have wallets you know, mm -hmm. and female identified people have purses. Mm -hmm. So like we carry things in our pockets. They mm -hmm. carry things in their purses. Right. right. If you've ever you you guys might not have. But if you've ever bought a pair of women's pants, they make, not that they deep. make the pockets like literally yeah. for show. Our pockets are so deep. And I was like, maybe like it's a fun it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. like, it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. But again, it's just that specific type of bag that is for weapon holding that is supposed to be the reason why it has now been summarized into men with bags. But if you are a boy with a crossbody bag, your Supreme bag, your messenger bags, I, I would not dress code you. And I have been told our leadership, our principals would not dress code you. But that specific black side carrying for firearms bag are a no-go because we don't want your weapons at school and we don't want you bringing the bags for specifically holding weapons at school because that's going that doesn't make me feel safe as a person here in the i feel like um you know the the side bags are a very big point of safety mm -hmm. but at the same time if i feel like if a kid wants to bring a weapon into school that bad they would just bring it in their book bag right. yeah exactly like is the dress code prevention from bringing weapons into the building? Not necessarily at all. It just prevents. So we're not promoting you bringing. If we said, hey, bring any bag, anybody, 
then people could bring holsters to hold their pencils. They could, right. you know, it w- could promote this idea of like things aren't things. And just because they're four weapons doesn't mean I can't put my book bag in it or whatever. And I think we just need to be, we try our best in all school settings to make people feel as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. H- hello, we have police in the building. We have safety security officers. You have to buzz through two buttons to get in this building. It's not a joke in this generation that weapons in buildings are a real possibility. And I think we have to do everything we can to make it clear that your weapons should not be here and we want you to be safe here. And I kind of want to say the same thing about ski masks. We want to recognize that you guys are students. You know, we don't want you coming in and then, um, especially because we don't have the mask mandate no more. Right. And it's like, so it's like a ski mask is almost like, just the image of exactly or, you know i'm gonna say going to do some crazy things like, or something. like and i ski and i don't wear a ski mask <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. like it's yeah. ju- it's yeah. been really a piece of like clothing that has been taken right. as a very specific purpose There's and it's and i know it's fashionable and i know guys you know people right. or even people like to be yeah. fashionable and look like their favorite pop stars or rap stars or whatever in music videos or whatever's on youtube but um again you're coming here to to learn i'm coming here to teach and um when you are done in high school and you go to a job your job will have you're not wearing a ski fashion mask. requirements and you aren't wearing a ski mask yeah. to work at mcdonald's let alone be a lawyer let alone be an engineer and i feel like it kind of creates something i mean i feel like high school sets you up to be professional right? absolutely that's so our like goal. being ski mask is like it doesn't set people don't take you as serious mm-hmm. so and i feel like um there's no reason where we don't have a mask mandate um, mm-hmm. But people think it's cool to wear. Yeah, you I know? was gonna say they people. Some of our like generations, teenagers, mostly men or boys or whatever, they think it's cool because there's rappers that do it. Yeah, like there's even a rapper Ooh. named um, Pooh Shiesty. You know the Shiesty mask. You, we That's just, what it was called. Yeah, it's like at this point they think it's cool, but at the same time in the school environment where there's a place of who knows what could happen, people's face need to be recognized. And I I want to say like the. Who's shiesty mask doesn't have like a positive connotation it does at not, all to it. It doesn't listen to what he's rapping in his music. I think it's the association behind it. Yeah. Like the man bag or exactly. the ski mask. Um, you see a lot of it in, in social media. Yeah. If you feel, if a student feels like so uncomfortable showing their face at school, then we have d- deeper issues as, as adults right. and as friends yes. and as peers to mm-hmm. work with that person. So um, that for me is like a place that we don't get enough like if you're picking a fashion because you're uncomfortable, then we we need to get you making sure you're connected with the right supports and help to feel more comfortable in this building. Yes. And so <clears throat> a point that Dr. Uh, Galbraith um, said was like for Halloween, we don't we don't allow students to wear masks. Right. You know what I'm saying? That cover their face. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if they're not allowed if we're not allowing the students to wear masks for Halloween, then yes, we should. Because it, it, it says that it's, right. it's covering been your, there. Right. your face. Right. Um, but so our third point mm-hmm. and our final point, um, how does the dress code promote image? Um, and like personal image, like personal choice of like fashion of like how basically I'm like be how people perceive you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, say, I want to say like come to school, say you come to school with fanny pack and a ski mask on it almost gives you that dangerous image like you could be up to something but without it you know you're a student you're here to learn yeah i believe that like rather you like it or not 
people are going to like judge you based yes. on what you look like. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's just that's just a, how that's it is. Just reality. It's exactly you know how it and is. And it's I feel like it's better to never wear ski masks and like you know make it like wearing a ski mask it already creates a, a first impression you know i mean and and that's not like i mean i'm not saying it's something that should be like good yeah but it because of like social media kind of promoted that kind of thing and the connotation behind it um it just doesn't sit well yeah one of the um biggest points in our in the talk about the dress code that <clears throat> I actually talked to students about right afterwards was the no crop tops. Yeah. And, yes. That's um, a huge thing. So like well. ski masks and man bags for the boys, but like crop tops and like maybe even like, you know, a little bit of cleavage for the girls is what is like on people's <clears throat> minds and what they freak out about. And I'm not going to dress code a girl for a crop top. And I will say that as Miss Mesker, as long as again, the goods are covered and you're comfortable in my class, um, crop tops are in fashion right now, and that's say. where I think we can talk about like when I was in high school. No, wh- we were we were wearing low rise jeans. <laughs> yes, I was yeah. trying to have my butt yes. crack out, yeah. and so girls trying to have their like little belly buttons out. Now I'm like, okay, at least it was, it's not butt crack. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. The the way fads ebb and flow over time means that our dress codes will never fully keep up with like what's in and how kids want to present Cause themselves. Because things, things change, but again when you go off into the real world and you have a professional job or whatever, you might not be able to wear your crop top. And if you're actually a student who's treating high school like practice for the real world, then maybe it is like you start deciding like, hey, at school, my job is to be a student. My job is to learn. So I'm going to pick outfits that make me feel comfortable being a student and comfortable learning. I think it's also just like a good habit, you know, Mm -hmm. like being able to be professional I mean, being able to switch, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're yourself, but you can also be professional. Mm-hmm. It's better to, like, have it than not have it, you right. know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is, like, you wouldn't go to an interview wearing a crop top, wearing a bra, <laughs> wearing a shiesty mask. You know, like, you wouldn't go to an interview looking like that because mm-hmm. that's not professional. Like, right. And going back to, like, the way that, you know, someone or people perceive you, um, like if I'm the person interviewing you, it's like this person is not professional. Um, and it's regardless of where you're working McDonald's. Yeah. And if you're like a lawyer, like an interview is a professional place. Yep. Um, and so there's an argument that, um, that I kind of wanted to make, but I'm not seeming to find it. That's okay. Uh, but, or, or actually like how does, um, I think someone talked about the amendment and like freedom of speech and uh-huh, like stuff yeah, like that. Like how yeah. how does that play a part in like the way that we make the dress code and like um, and just like our image, how we're able to express ourselves. That's that's a good point. Okay, I'm gonna just throw this in there. Um, I think about a couple months, a month back, we had our dance, and I came there, and my friend he has a, he had like a, a beanie on, but it was a, it was a ski mask. But it was pink, and you know we're oh, all having I fun. I mm-hmm. And I I put it on, like not really knowing too much of the dress code. Yeah. And about like ten minutes later, Miss Woods is like, "Dude, you gotta take that off." Yeah. But even though I'm just having fun and I'm doing my especially own thing. being a party, everybody's moving. You kind yeah. you don't know who's who. But it just covers your face to the point where you need to be recognizable. Especially when they like they said, 
like if you're not a battle student you got to fill out this form right Right. so like like if we can't recognize you then you can't be in there and i and so like go off what you're like the question and the argument is like i think there are ways and a lot of ways Mm -hmm. almost infinite amount of ways Mm -hmm. to have self-expression and also be within the guidelines of a very basic dress code um it was like deeply unfortunate of how the dress code was rolled out to the student body and the staff to be honest um but i don't i think we've shown that we're not enforcing it like the way kids thought we would and like we weren't coming for your supreme crossbody bags and we weren't gonna like you know send you to the office every time you had a little something wrong with your Mm -hmm. outfit but your favorite brands your nike showing your adidas showing whatever your favorite music artists on your shirts your favorite teams you know there are ways for me to say like hey this is what i'm into and this is what i'm about but i'm following the dress code and that's what I just think that kids forget or sometimes we all forget. Like just because there are rules doesn't mean there's not a, still a ton of space for self-expression. And to be the cool dope students you guys are with your amazing fashions that I'm like buying new shoes for the fall. Being like, is this cool? Drip. And I ask yeah. y'all, you know, so um, I really appreciate like the way you guys have set up this conversation of like you understand that there has to be safety. Exactly. You know, there has to be. We, we have to have basic rules so that we all can be comfortable in the same tight space of a classroom together. Just like an airplane. What if you sat down next to someone without a shirt on an airplane <laughs> like, and rubbed your arm next to them? Yeah, it's like, going on TikTok. So. <laughs> it's going on TikTok. It's going on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest thing about the dress code is please do not have any body parts showing. Like that, that... I'm going to say like bathing suit parts. Yes. Bathing suit parts need to be yes. fully yes. covered. Thank you. And um, tobacco, any toba- tobacco products or beer, beer brand. Um, yes. One like time Bud I didn't have a kid with a shirt that yeah. had a giant marijuana leaf yeah. on it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and you know, like it's just mostly about like y'all are technically too young to imbibe mm-hmm. in those things. Yes. So like yeah. you don't need to be promoting them. Right. <laughs> but Sometimes, my sister used to wore a, a winery shirt once in like the fifth grade because my parents went to a winery and gave her this shirt and then she was sent home because she had a winery shirt on. But like <laughs> things like that are just silly. But if you're wearing a shirt that's like do drugs, like we have a problem with that. We're a school. You shouldn't yeah. be saying those or promoting that kind of behavior in, in, in a learning setting. But again, wear your favorite, wear your Chiefs gear, wear your Royals right, gear, wear your right. Rams gear. Don't wear the stuff that's like, do bad things, kids. Put on your <laughs> Nike. Put on your Nike tags. Yeah, your Nike stuff. Yeah. Your battle stuff. Wear your battle stuff. I would love to see more kids on Fridays wearing their blue and gold, like supporting our school and lifting us up because that's what I ultimately want more of this in this building is like us caring about topics like you all are caring about this topic right and now. And I want to say, fun fact, apparently our dress code is kind of from Hickman because after this big deal from Hickman, um, Hickman kind of administrators kind of teamed up with students really yeah oh to like what? update the dress code so like so their current dress code no is made way. by those students and That's so cool. after covid we kind of adopted that yeah and I maybe I that i mean that. it's yeah it, and it's kind of vague yeah. and yeah it's great that it's vague so i think like i want to say like hickman did a really good job with that yeah and i'm glad that battle kind of adopted that dress code because it gives provides everybody space where they're comfortable you know, so I just I just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like it was there was student input in this current. It, yeah, Absolutely. right. So we can't say that it's not. So, um, yeah. Any final thoughts? No. 
I'm good. Yeah. I think you guys did an excellent job, like putting together the first topic for your first podcast. Oh, it, was, be, it was weeks in the making. I will Don't be an active listener, and I hope you all like and subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I do want to give thanks to Mr. Smith. Absolutely. Mr. Um, Smith on the soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Andre. Andre, our editor, yo. And Dr. G for approving this. And uh, Miss Cariana. Cariana. <laughs> I did. I was just. I didn't forgot her name. I was gonna ask you, but thank God, Mr. Just said that. Um, and Miss Hyler for kind of shouting us out. Um, I'm kind of thankful for the students who kind of like asked this about us because it kind of just like people are wanting to hear this. So I just tune I just in. want to shout out. Uh, just, yeah, tune just in. Just tune in. Tune in. Well, tune we in. are gonna have a lot of interesting topics. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, Yep. So, good. Yeah. First and many official. Yes. And I feel. Really if I'm not a guest on all of them, I will come back and do a guest spot and give my opinion on anything and everything. So this is my dream. I'll, I'll make a podcast one day. Maybe. <laughs> all right. Let's I don't do know it. what I'll talk about. But <laughs> <laughs> I like we That's the genuine part. Not yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Realistic. Yeah. All right. So. Um, thanks, guys. Want to wrap this up? You know, thanks everybody for um, showing up. Thank you, Dre. Thank you, Miss Masco. Yeah. Like I said, thanks to everybody that I shouted out. The whole cast. Um, the whole cast. Yeah, that was good. Um. Darkroom Records as well. Um, do you want to say goodbye? Anybody want to? Nothing. Make good choices. Make good choices. Be kind to people and love yourself. Make yeah. Good choices. Make good choices. Be kind to people. Love yourself and subscribe to Dribble. <laughs> hey. Good job, guys. Good job. That was that was great. That was great. Thank you so much. That's great. Great job. Great job. Oh, wow. First ever podcast. Let's go. It's official, bro.